Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Hello and welcome to the Armor Men's Health Hour. I'm Dr. Mystery, your host, here as always with my very energetic, appreciative, <laughs> and funny co-host, Donna Lee. That's right. That's me. I'm very energetic today. Donna has been the head honcho here at our little organization. I have? For some time. I thought you were the head honcho. Well, I mean, we got to put, you know, a pretty face in front of everybody. That's right. I'm a head honcha. A honcha. <laughs> Donna has been responsible for so much of the growth of the of the organization and just giving us such a great personality and oh. keeping our patients so well motivated and keeping our employees well motivated. And we love how committed you are to it. Oh, is there a butt coming? No. Oh, that's so sweet. I'm always about the butt stuff, but, uh, <laughs> but not th- today. Th- this is a, a show that's brought to you by the practice that I started in 2007, NAU Urology Specialist. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a board-certified urologist. For those of you that don't know what a urologist is, it is a surgeon, number one, mm-hmm. uh, trained in treating the kidneys, bladder, prostate, penis, prostate. I said prostate twice. You did. Maybe the prostate's Doubled. pretty important. Must be. Uh, we go down to, we deal with fertility issues, we deal with lots of hormone issues like testosterone and we deal with erectile function we deal with uh, kidney stones and bladder cancer bladder problems prostate cancer prostate problems but what we've done here in our clinic is try to take it that extra notch which is we mm-hmm. we try to bring in integrative nutrition mm-hmm. we try to make sure that your biomechanics or your pelvic floor are well taken care of and we introduce supplements mm-hmm. uh, diet nutrition plans really to kind of take care of the whole person Yep. You know, when I started with you four years ago and you said, uh, we talked about urology, obviously, all the time. I always just equated that to surgery. Surgery, surgery, surgery. And I thought you did surgery like on every single patient. And so when I started to learn that you take this holistic approach and you didn't do surgery on everybody, it's like, oh, that's refreshing. And no one's more surprised than me because, you know, (laughs) I love to operate. And if you find a surgeon that doesn't like to operate or doesn't believe in medicine or doesn't want his kids to go into medicine, I'd be like, Mm. maybe I'll find somebody else because I'm passionate about what I do. And and I love so much of the medicine that we practice. Right. And and what really motivated our uh, entry into this more holistic type of care Mm -hmm. had to do with my impression of how poorly cared for Mm. testosterone patients were yeah and i bet you if you're a guy out there you or you know somebody on testosterone right or that wants testosterone i mean everybody wants it half the firefighters out there you know Mm -hmm. a bunch of police officers a lot of men over the age of 40 Mm -hmm. uh, even some younger people in their 20s are on testosterone have had it checked right or or these other these centers out there these low t centers and stuff like that wouldn't exist if there wasn't so much interest right you know that's true we can talk about myth versus facts. Yeah. Why don't you go mm-hmm. with it? Well, I always get, when I answer phones, when we were a little low-staffed, the phones need a little help, I'll pick up the phone, and every time there's always a patient who's, and the complaint is, my libido no, 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 no. low. Wait, wait, wait. Do your impression. Oh, my impression. Sorry. The guy calls, and he's like, um, yeah, uh, I don't seem to have a sex drive, and my libido is low. Can I get on some testosterone? And I'm like, oh, sure. I'm but Dr. Donna. I'm Dr. Donna. Let, Let me, me go ahead and prescribe you for that. <laughs> So I wondered if it's always the case that if they have low testosterone, I know fatigue's a problem, but is it always the case that the libido is low if the testosterone is low? That's a great question. So well, I know. Uh, I thought what we would talk about a little bit is libido okay. and sex drive and what that means. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to your desire to have sex, you can imagine that there's probably a lot that goes into it. And testosterone is just one component 
of a broader set of things that can lead to it. And I don't want to make this too complicated, but if you don't feel good about yourself, mm-hmm. your, your esteem to have sex is going to be a lot lower. So that's why for many men, when they start exercising, their sex drive goes up. But that's true for women too, men and women both. How they feel about <laughs> themselves, whether they, they feel fit, whether they feel like they're their endurance is good. So exercise is a great one that sometimes often relates to the libido. And during the pandemic, when a lot of people stopped working out, mm-hmm. well, did you know that sex average encounters for sex went down during the pandemic? It did? Went down. I thought I was going to go up. Can you imagine? Birth rates are down. Really? Everybody's at home doing nothing. They're just not having sex with each other? They're just not having sex because... Because like, of all these other me. things, right? The stress of the pandemic, not exercising, not eating right, drinking too much. All of a sudden, what we thought was going to be this amazing, you know, <laughs> surge home, you know, like the, <laughs> surge, of the surge of babies just it isn't coming to fruition. That's really interesting. And, I didn't and, know that. and all the surveys have indicated that acts of, you know, intercourse have gone down on average. Oh. And so, so you can't discount the importance of stress and the importance of exercise mm-hmm. and diet on on that. Okay. There can be, the, my classic example of libido is my golf example, mm-hmm. right? I have no desire to play golf because I'm terrible at golf. <laughs> but if you could give me a pill in which it, it made me really good at golf, I'd probably want to play golf all the time. You'd probably take that pill. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd take that pill for sure. So if you have bad <laughs> erections, you just don't then have you're not going to want to have sex because who wants to get in the game and fail? No one. No. If you have if you have premature ejaculation, mm-hmm. then I'll oftentimes like you're like, oh, this guy must be really excited about having sex. <laughs> He's so exuberant. <laughs> but no, right? It, it's embarrassing to him, to his partner. Right. You know, his partner may give him a face or a look and you know, oh, that was only like seven seconds long. Just give it twenty years of marriage and then it'll be a relief. <laughs> oh sweet. <laughs> oh thank premature God. Premature ejaculation. That's, that's, I can go back my, to dishes. That's my favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> but if you have premature, so so the the in those cases the treatment for low libido mm-hmm. is nothing to do with testosterone. It's mm. improving erections. It's right. reducing stress. It's going and exercising. It is um, fixing your premature ejaculation, which we have multiple medicines for. Mm-hmm. So, but they're all intertwined, aren't they? They're they're all, they're all intertwined. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you said that about a woman, you would say, yeah, that's probably right. She doesn't want to have sex because she's stressed about the kids and the dishes and you're not picking up your underwear. And I think people would be like, yeah, that's probably right. Right. But the same goes true of a man. If he has a low sex drive, he could have many like things that are kind of interfering with him. Mm -hmm. And low testosterone does play a really big role. So for us, uh, we check a couple of hormones when somebody has low libido. We check the prolactin level Mm -hmm. as well as the testosterone level. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, the dilemma, though, is that if you have a low testosterone and a low libido and you get, get testosterone, there's no guarantee that your libido is going to get improved. Gotcha. And I think that a lot of men that come to us um, have confused libido and erections oh. because they kind of feel like if I just wanted it bad enough, right? you know, my little friend down there will cooperate. <laughs> Little my, soldier, my, my big friend, my big soldier. Yeah, big soldier. My big soldier will help uh, you know help me out, but right. that isn't the case. Sometimes n- your uh, erections are not going to get better regardless of how much you want it. Mm-hmm. And so, if you have a low desire, uh, we start first by making sure you have good erections, making sure that you're hormonally intact, mm-hmm. and make sure that we have not missed anything obvious like um, medication interactions, mm-hmm. because some guys out there on antidepressants will have a low desire. Mm, good point. True. 
And then if that doesn't work, then we have all these other treatments to improve your desire, believe it or not. We do. I do believe that. <laughs> for for men and women, uh, we have a medicine that we use called Addy or mm-hmm. Flibanserin that works on the brain to improve desire. Mm-hmm. We have a drug called Vilesi that works injection. both in men and women. We You get an injection that rapidly improves your desire. Do you put it in your thigh, your butt? Where does the injection go? The, it's a sub-Q injection, so it can oh. go in your stomach or anywhere. Okay. And then we have um, a number of medications that we use in an off-label way to mm-hmm. help improve um, uh, uh, sexual desire. One of the most common ones we use is Wellbutrin. Mm-hmm. I love it when you say, um, we always wish we had a Viagra for women, and then you always say... We do have Viagra for women. It's, it's called, called Viagra. Viagra. <laughs> you know, uh, Because the sexual response cycle in men and women are identical mm-hmm. in terms of what what is you know arousal, what is desire, what is orgasm, what is recovery. These things are all the same. Um, but I think that um, even with all these other medical treatments, having the ability to include our sex therapist mm. in that discussion really mm. is what takes us you know, the whole way. We should have the sex therapist on the show. I think so. Let's do that. Yeah, I think that um, if you're out there and you're struggling, if you are, there's a big difference between a 22-year-old guy out there with no desire to have sex mm-hmm. and a 40-year-old guy with no desire to have sex and, and a 60. 60-year-old guy. So right. you, but and each one needs to be treated differently. Right, different treatment plans. So the, the 60-year-old, probably responds better to testosterone more regularly and the 20 year old probably needs more porn uh, no less porn probably oh. but more sex therapy <laughs> and the 40 year old guy is just more apt to need bet more help with his erections and a nicer wife well we can't fix everything on the show <laughs> we can try <laughs> donna how do people get our advice and find us uh, and get an appointment you can call us at 512 our email address to send questions that will be on, answered anonymously is armormenshealth at gmail.com. And our website is armormenshealth.com. Don't you think they'll remember it if I sing it? Yes. Somebody tell Joe Rogan we're available for his comedy show. <laughs> That's right. We're ready to rock and roll with some comedy. And you can check out our podcasts wherever you listen to podcasts. We have been nominated for super awesome, amazing men's wellness, sex, sexual health, and prostate health. Thanks, Dad, for nominating us. The Armor Men's Health Hour will be right back. If you have questions for Dr. Mystery, email him at armormenshealth at gmail.com. 